All right. Cool. You're ready. So you're already cool. recording? Yeah. It's just recording. And um, if you want, I can, you know, put it on Facebook Live. If you don't want, I don't have to. It doesn't matter. It just, uh, you know, it's up to you. Um, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, okay. So it could take me a second. I haven't done one of these in a long, long time. Let's see. Let me just set that up. We're still photographing you going out to the skate parks and taking some new pictures. Are you like cool to be out and socialize a bit a little bit? with some restrictions lift up and um, a lot of people vaccinated. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing that more often. How about you? You going out? Same, yeah, working, going out. Got to go to a concert in a very long time. I went to Street League in Salt Lake City, mm -hmm. which was really cool. What, what, which yeah. concert was it? I went to see this house music artist from mm -hmm. South Africa called Black Coffee. It was really nice. That's cool. So I could find that on like uh, Spotify or Apple Music? Yes, yes. It's very interesting, very crazy. It's a DJ cool. house music, but it was pretty cool. I'm still connecting this. You might hear an echo. All right. <clears throat> Yeah, Facebook Live, it's cool because maybe you can get some questions. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, if you go on Facebook, get, you can get, you can uh, get, get some people to interact. That's true. But I really want to know about, you know, uh, you and I talked a long time ago. Well, it was like a year ago. And uh, mm -hmm. you had told me that all it's, this interest in cool I'm going to mute the, uh, yeah, if you can learn Facebook, get, oh, there's our echo, hang on, I'm just going to figure this out. Uh, get some people to interact. Okay, cool. So we're, we're live now. Uh, okay. And then I said that the audio has a little delay. Yeah, yeah. But if you look at that, if you go on that, if you check it every once in a while, you'll see, uh, what do you call it, uh, you know, questions, or if, if anybody sees it. I, don't, I haven't done this in so long. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I, I um, so we talked before, and you said that you knew about all this information about women skateboarding, uh, you know, before, you know, it was on my radar. And I, so I was really curious about that story, you know, like what, you know, take me back to... Um, well, like you, there's pictures of you skateboarding. I saw I saw you doing like frontside grinds and things. So you were you were a serious or you you are a serious skateboarder. Um, tell me when you started. When did skateboarding start for you? Well, um, I always liked skateboarding growing up with uh, my brothers and uh, cousins, boys. So I was always being a tomboy. And then I always play with that, but I never really got as passionate until I was into grunge guitar bands. And then in Sao Paulo, we had this alternative scene. And that was like uh, 
you know, art, music, garage, bands, skateboarding contests, all of that, they, they walked together, you know, and that's how I was like 18, 19, socializing, and we all have our flannels and baggy pants, and then they start to experience to skateboarding a little bit, and then uh, next thing, I was dating um, someone that had a magazine that really impacted in Brazil called Tribal Skateboarding Magazine and like Skateboarders Tribe, you know, (laughs) that's kind of that feel that it was very punk rock and fun. And um, I was, I I started working with them a little bit as well, uh, selling advertising and also taking care of the uh, subscriptions and being on the mail room, you know, where we get out the letters and start reading so many girls uh, saying that they are subscribing the magazine, they love the magazine, but they would like to point it out, discrimination. Mm-hmm. When they go to their local skate shop, they would always be made fun of for being trying to purchase a skateboard. Maybe they would be pushed on or not respected on a skate park. And that was like really upsetting to see that I always had support. I always, um, you know, I, I didn't really feel that until I really commit with skateboarding. And then I saw that in a different level and you see, still see the discrimination and now this difference in a different level. But uh, when I first seen how primitive was other cities and states in Brazil, yeah. that... Uh, that I was like, wow, we really need to do something about this. So this magazine, they also did a <clears throat> like a year uh, circuit, like all over Brazil. They would go to cities, different cities, and they have professional skateboarders as like Bob Burnquist, Marcio Tarobinha, um Roger Mancha, Fabio Christian, I'm talking about some of the Brazilians on the street and then Bert that's being recognized in America and Europe at that time already, like in 1995, yeah. we are talking when the magazine, yeah, when my first magazine and the first Algar Skate Contest happened because I team up with a Tribal Magazine and with this uh, organization that they did the contest and then we decided to call the broadcast like big media and do um professional skateboarder challenge because that way we could show that if the, those guys are cool with that other guys would um kind of look girls differently and be more supportive of their sisters girlfriends neighbors you know, just like seeing a woman skateboard, it's just the whole idea was like skateboarding is not a crime. It's being marginalized. And then if you do that in our own community, being picky with the girls or color or sex, colors, religion, then we're not really going to like go anywhere with that. You know, we're never going to get like the respect that skateboarding really deserved. Right. And then I think that... uh after that first event, which was a really success, we got 15 girls to come from different parts of Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, um, 
which is, you know, six hours away from Sao Paulo. And then we have some girls that came all the way from Curitiba, which is like eight hours south of Sao Paulo. And you get girls from Brasilia and, uh, and also north side of Brazil and central. And that was, it was amazing, the response and the level of skateboarding, I think, at the time. Only two or three girls were really good that could ollie and kickflip and skate a rail. So a lot of times we were like made up fun of because there was only three girls that really could skate. But it, that was like wishing each other we could not progress. Mm-hmm. So we had for a long time. And then I, along with that, I bring the results of uh, that event. And then I made my first Check It Out zine, which later on over the years became a bilingual magazine, sold here on Virgin Mag Store, Tower Records, Books, Barnes & Noble. You know, it's like, it's something that we planted seed like way back. Yeah. And then now we see how everyone can just be getting, or skateboarders, like parents, would give to their daughters, their seven-year-old daughter on Christmas with the skateboard. So all of that like changed. But we were the trailblazers and then we had to fight. We had we had to fight for our space. And um that said at the very beginning we started skating in Brazil. We skated around the country that was like one year that I probably did like a hundred contests, whatever they could let us in. A lot of those people, they did not want to go skateboarding on their contest because they have the advantage of uh, be working for media. Yeah. I would negotiate with the skate shop or whoever was doing the contest. I'd be, you know what? We'll come. You give us 40 minutes of your event. I will bring, because that I already had sponsors from, for my magazine to put their logos. Yeah. Uh, and coverage that story. And then I always put it like a little bit of the guys uh, saying something positive. So I would give a page of that and I would be always, we, we out of pocket. We bought it trophies, we bought medals, and then we had gift bags. So I was like, don't worry about the price. We will figure out we just need your event we are being photographers and then we are going to cover because there was like uh, some pages of events that they would have like oh this event in orange county had like those results this skate shop did it like jacks did this and that and then like yeah. maybe yeah. this other one in san bernardino did this and that and then this other one in san francisco this other one in florida so next thing we just rolling tripping everywhere, and then it was like this group of five, three, five girls that at least us we were like the head of that. And then every time that we get to a city, there is a girl standing, being shy about skating with us. And then as soon as we discover that girl hiding behind the trees, like no, 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 we're gonna pay for your registration, and then you're going to play with us, just show what you got and let's, you know, just make this exist because if you're not together, this is not going to happen. 
And it was it was super cool because at that time, girls skateboarding was just something we needed another to coexist. Yeah. And then now it becomes so competitive. It upsets me when I I see that some of the girls they don't even know each other very well. They just said hi to each other once. They you see that happen, you know, in the evolution of skateboard. There's like people that don't get along. All that they care is about the prize money of things and um yeah. And then there all that we did was keep planting new seeds, you know, we want new rookies, new soldiers for our battle, which was make women skateboarding exist and be respected. And we made, we made it, we come a long way. It took many years, but, uh, you know, that, like I was saying, there is a lot of things that are so competitive that I think even sometimes some girls, they get like so much credit for being the first this, the first that. Yeah. That kind of re-raised 10 years behind. Because now, yeah, not only on girls skateboarding, but in skateboarding in general, you have the ups and downs when nobody pays attention. Right now it's really hot because of the Olympics. Everybody's like, wow, skateboarding. You see like Jagger on Jimmy Kimmel, you know, you see like things going on like that. But then um uh, Nadja and Matt Gala, wow, you know, it's unexpected of that. But then, uh, who knows, maybe, I hope it doesn't fall, but <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it gets to a point that people can just think that skateboarding is too childish to deserve any attention. Mm. You know, yeah. it, 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 might, it might be disrespected again, or people getting to the next thing. And I, I'm not discrediting, no, I have a whole life of love for skateboarding but i'm just saying that the general public can be ruthless sometimes you know <laughs> yeah it, it has waves right yes that's it you why did you want to make skateboarding exist because that sounds like you did a lot to make this happen in a place where people did not want it to happen uh, from the letters that I had read, it was girls getting beat up on a skate park. Girls really? get the skateboarding get stole. Uh, girls like just not having space. On my uh, perspective, uh, being raised in Sao Paulo, a city that's kind of like New York, but still people, some people look you kind of judgy of your hair color, this and that, but it's a little more, uh, how to say, uh, forward as far as like having bands and concerts and uh, multinational companies and uh, Americans and Europeans living in Sao Paulo. So society, it's a little bit more open to watch and accept a girl band or see a girl skateboarding a little bit. But it's just like, I think the industry, not only in Sao Paulo, Brazil, but in the world in general, would be like, is it really worth to do a skate event? Those girls just can barely only. They can only mm. do it. But this is the thing. If you did not have 
like nowadays the girls the japanese girls oh my gosh like oh yeah yeah <laughs> if you don't have the same game that you have with them but they have trainers they all yeah. have coaches. they're like learning skateboarding in their high school and um you know all this like support like present skateboarding just like you present them soccer or volleyball nowadays but in our time you just didn't feel that was right wasn't for a uh, right by the man and then it wasn't right by the industry yeah or i heard that industry. about the japanese i heard that the japanese team when they were practicing at that at the place in san diego that at first when they came they were at a certain level and just literally three months later they couldn't believe it were the same people and yeah. they had a lot of resources didn't they they had a lot of like yeah. a few of the, you know the skaters I that i know not... nobody nobody had coaches yeah no they do it's uh as far as like everyone going to the olympics pretty much they do have uh like as far as like for the brazil team we had the confederação s s c b s k uh cbsk what they call it uh, Confederação uh-huh. Brasileira de Skate, of the Brazilian Confederation of Skateboarding. So they do have all the resources, like photographers, coaches, the team for the street, the team for the verdes. So they do have like physiotherapists. Like, oh my gosh, they have like physiotherapists. You know, they have like massages. They have like they're going uh, after skateboarding. They're going to uh, ice bath. You know, and right. that the all this is like super cool. That, that, that I'll have those as well. So I see Netherlands. I the other day I was just uh watching this girl Rosie, and then uh, like her coach, this lady, and then she had like a little point on her ear. Girls like the other side of the ramp, and then she's like this and that, and then she's from whatever she's doing. It's like she's playing chess, like how yeah. her how her run is going to be. Once it comes down, she'll get to the finals. And she she made a cut. She, wow. she did that, you know. So and then um, I I see that uh, there's a not a lot of that, and there's also the girls that are also more relaxed and chill, uh got beautiful tricks and like Candy Jacobs or Samaria, you know. It's still they're a little bit more likely back on that. But it's true, everyone nowadays, they have more uh, backbone with sponsorship. And, you know, it's just like, yeah, you're able to travel, you're able to pay your bills, you're able to maybe, you know, just have enough to keep going. And then back in the day, it was not like that. We need no. to have jobs, we need to have days that we can practice or not. Or you just don't skate at all, but on that day and that constant, they say, go, that's it, you know? And then it's just like your first hour is skating after a month, you know? And But that's the contest, and then you have 30 seconds to show what you got. Right. And how many years ago was it when you guys were making the prizes and, make, and getting the trophies? How many years ago was that? Oh, my gosh. That was like... We not only did that, but we also did um, 
the awards in our skater of the year we did that kind of thing for cool. we would award the girls on the actually the ranking we did the celebration of the rank like world cup we do you know and uh because we we did have a scene because we did that like we brought like all those prices we legitimize our own events and then after that we have in our magazine our magazine was pretty much like this little folder that on the back you can see the results of the contest that we did or the ranking and yeah. in the end of the year we'd get some sponsorships we'd have a big party the girls would come by all dressed up and then we had this party like and then once uh the Bostics, they came to yeah. Brazil with the World Cup uh, in 1998. And they saw that we did have an organized scene by ourselves. So then they show interest in and bringing Elise Timmer and Jess Van Roop to the next Creo Escape uh, World Competition. And it was really cool because... In that event, we we were like, like we're drinking, you know. We were like, oh my gosh, that's like a thing. There's like this street skate thing. And then after that, we got invited. So me and Paula, Luciana, and Juliana, we went to the All Girls Skate Jam in San Diego in 1999, September. Oh. And then it was the like the biggest event for girls skateboarding. Nobody talks about Perry Segov and our girl skate jam anymore. Why? And then we don't hear. We don't hear about Check It Out. We don't hear about her. We don't hear so much about me neither. So it's just like sometimes I'm just like, oh, it's just so crazy how, because I think the even like the World Cup, they're not the ones in charge for the main contests anymore. The organizers of X Games, and then has the organizer of Skate Park of Tampa that now became the organizer of the judge for the new thing. And now we have World of Skate, which are Italians. So all of this, you know, it just it stopped being dropped from whatever the main sponsor. It's just so much money. It's a it's a city. It's a country that says like, okay, let's have. Street league in Miami. Oh, do you know what? Do the weather, do the weather or this and that. Maybe it was like not even that. Maybe the price money that the city was offered wasn't <laughs> enough. And then they got a better deal in Lake Havasu. Let's change that. So there's a yeah. lot of things that goes around where who is the organizers now that is going to get the job. It's like you beating on a I think that was like a bid for the Olympics, right? Like maybe the Bostics wanted to be there. The, um, I forgot the name of the, the people that used to the skate park of Tampa and then now. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, Rob and then now those guys, they're, they're great. Like I'm not discrediting anyone. I'm just yeah. saying that all of this changed. And then if it changed for the Bostics that they were above Patty's position with Vans and all the others um, contests because they do have also the pros, the verge and other things. I think that if somewhere drops the ball and then she wasn't getting invited to do make many events anymore. And then we didn't see many outdoor skate jam events going. 
but we had a World Cup putting the girls uh, category more and more on their events, which they didn't have it before. And then That's the price money was better. And then uh, we were doing, like, they included the girls in Europe, in Australia. I think Amy Caron got a car as a prize in Australia. With Amy Globe, did? Gallus. Yeah, Globe had a, a girls' skate chain called Gallus. Everything was, like, gradually growing. Not only for us in Brazil, you know, but also here. And I think everything really starts to get some respect and attention first here in California, uh, early 95. And then by the time that we came here in 99, 98, 99, uh, in San Diego, there was like hundreds of girls skateboarding. Right. And then we had like Elise Schimmer, which was with zero, was with Toy Machine at the time, actually. It was like, you know, the girl that we'd see on the videos and look up to, you know, and then there was a different time, different people. But it all those trailblazers, it all, all of that would not have Leticia, Raisa, or uh, uh, those Japanese girls that I can't keep up with their names. They're just so yeah, good. Yeah. It right. is just like um, a whole other level. But um, I do feel that because skateboarding sometimes is just everything. It's so good, so great, especially with the girls skateboarding. There is no look back on history as far as the guys that are always, you know, putting, oh, I have like this. Not to scout was bored that I'm gonna put it on eBay and then I'm gonna just auction this for a thousand dollars, you know. And then people just wanna like, oh, I have the Sims, this banana board, I have this and that, oh, the first bearings, you know. I think like the guys are more obsessed with that. Yeah. And then and the girls, they have never heard of my magazine or our girls skate jam or Patty Segovia, or the Vans team, they had Care Beth, Jody, and Jen O'Brien, you know? It's just like, it's not automatically that they know, but a kid, a boy that starts skate this week, he's going to watch Lords of Dogtown. Yes. For the girls, we don't really have that reference. We do have a Villa Villa Color for them to watch. We do yeah. have many videos of girls skateboarding, but I think that they look more... 10 years back, you know, when we have girls skateboarding since the 60s, <laughs> you know, we have ladies like, True. like Pat McKee and then and many others that we always respecting for so long. But I think that the most washed off of this wave <laughs> is the early 2000s girls. You know, there was like so many talent people. First cover on Thrasher, Jamie Ray's, you know, uh, Hawaiian, American, New Yorker, you know, to be there. Yes, I'm glad that she's getting recognition now. And then there's like some events going on, this and that. But a lot of people, should they need, it's just like you were saying, okay, those girls, some of those girls don't really know much of skateboarding. And then in six months, they're in a whole other level. How about also, we had some books to see story, you know, with more 
documents and what's because yeah. that's the beautiful essence of skateboarding. Like a perfume box can be so gorgeous, so pretty, but when you smell and doesn't have that scent that brings you any memory, doesn't do nothing to your brain, it's yeah. pointless. That's why I wanted to talk to you because um, I got really involved in in that, you know, w women skating around 2013, and then I met you, and you had all these wonderful, and I feel important stories from the history of it. And uh, so, is it true that at one time, at least uh, women skateboarding? Uh, existed really in Brazil before America? Uh, I'm sorry, you're asking if the women skateboarding uh, girls skating was like bigger than here? Yeah. I do feel so. I mean, I think here was more spread out. Like, and then I think that in Sao Paulo and Rio, we have a lot of more. And then because we were like doing so many contests with the amateurs league that that magazine that i work and then they uh, they agreed to be doing that i think that we have more contests going on at the time because it was like every weekend we had a contest to be and here we had like the world cup and all the risky gym doing things for the girls like once a year yeah yeah and then the Nobody, girls would come from europe, come from europe from Brazil, from uh, different parts of the U.S., but there was a lot of girls that live maybe in San Diego and OC, so mostly, you know, but it was just so spread out. Yes. Yeah, you guys had a scene. Yeah, we did. Uh, it was really cool to, uh, sometimes I look at some pictures that people just posted and there I am, like 19 years old, super skinny with my really baggy baggy <laughs> pants, you know, skinny legs and little top and going, you know, <laughs> and then like just ripping my spine and, you know, and trying a backside hair and, you know, just pretty much learning. And that was the fun of it. Just like come home and gather with all your friends and we all learn something different and new so we could add a show. We could put a demo, you know, it's just like, okay, now we don't suck that bad. And then people will be so pissed off <laughs> having to give us those 40 minutes. Like they can actually do coordinate, like choreograph your presentation kind of thing, you know. <laughs> but it, but uh, it's still, there was like some contest that we got to go that uh, we still got a lot of discrimination. I remember those pro skateboarders, they, when they have to turn the board to show our score, yeah. With a beer written, um, they would uh, like draw a stove, a hair dryer, nails. Why? Why that? Making fun, just go, just go take wow. care of a stove, you know, go cook something, go take care of your hair and nails. Wow. Yeah, zero. Yeah, oh. we went throughout that, but it's our history you now. Oh, I broke my toe once because there uh, was like the girls warm up and then the guys would not leave the course so we could use the park. And then this guy just kept skating with us. 
And uh, I want to go to the quarter pipe. I didn't see that he decided to drop in on me because okay. he was just ruthless. We were going to skate over the So he felt right on my toe, my big oh. toe. And then he was like bleeding because he got like scratched. He didn't have a t shirt on. And it was all such a cry, baby. I can't believe it. Look at this. Like he was tall and everything. I'll put up. Look, see, that's why women skateboarding should not skate. I'm like, dude, you were in Northern. You are in Oregon. You're not supposed to do this. And then I'm still warm, you know, kind of trying to understand what just happened. And then. In pain, but not so bad. But after that contest that I went to the doctor and then I find out that I had a broken toe, I was Ooh. just like, son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 should, I should have scratched him more. I felt bad for him, but no, just so disrespectful. And then, but after that, it was like a thing that we could talk about. Like recently we had an accident and then if you're not gonna like just clear the the course we we're just not doing this we always have to put our foot down and get what we need because we we're giving them advertising coverage and two magazines we got another magazine that also agreed to do that the girls half of the girls collaborate with a magazine that was competitor of tribal was the 100 skate mag and then i was with the tribal And then I also have my zine, but my zine wasn't powerful. It's was like putting treasure and trans world to compete. And then there's um, a zine, you know, to, to balance that off. So more and more, they were just like, wow, we haven't got a phone call from treasure or trans world in such a long time. And now those girls, they're the bridge that we can actually get exposure. Let's give yeah. them a chance. But then we'd get there with our bags and trophies and this and that. And, They they were like disrespecting them late on. I was just like, okay, we're gonna go after we already like gave them that kind of exposure. Then yeah. we were selling our game better. We were saying, no, you guys have to take care of the prices. You guys have to make sure that the girls have what they need. We don't wanna have to fight with guys who don't even go because now we already have. Uh, they become traditional. Like uh, if we went. We close a deal with the first contest this yeah. year. Next year, we do have to go again. So for the second time, then they will be more prepared and then treat us better. And then we skate it better. Do you miss that? You know, because it sounds oh like. But I, if I die and then I came back to live that out again, I would be happy. Right. <laughs> uh, to like live that again. I really love it. We were road tripping, we help each other with money, we eat sandwiches together with like shopping was like camping. There was I remember this one time that these people just had this contest, whatever. We go to this place it was kind of a club, but uh like a nautic club, you know, like mm -hmm. they have boats and there was a skate park there and everything. And then the structure they have was like the gym. And I was like boys and girls on the same space. Yeah. And then, we, yeah, and then we just like, it was kind of like a basketball uh, thing, tournament thing yeah. where we have to stand. So we just got all our sleeping bags there. It was like the 10 of us. We made friends with the boys. Next 
day, like her friend Juliana, six in the morning, she's putting her knee pads on. And I'm like, where are you going? I'm going to practice. I'm like, why? Like, this I'm going to be ahead. And, uh, you know, there's like those things. It's like, oh, my God, we slept on the floor of a basketball field, you know, with a bunch of boys. Or be like next to a ramp, you know, take a nap under a ramp, you know, it was, it was just so fun. And then after that, we were on the airplane, come to the girls' skate jam, me, me, Luciana, Ana Paula, and Juliana, the four of us that started this thing like in Brazil. And then when we came here for the first time, Big Brother had the tour in Brazil, and on our way back, we... We were with uh, Rick Kozik, um and these other guys, and uh, it was just like so funny that we we flew back with the Big Brother guys, and then our guys yeah. did not show up, and then uh, Rick was like, "Oh, I will take you guys to lunch, and then you, uh, and then I'll show you guys around, and why you can wait for your ride." And then my friend was panicking, "Oh my God, we heard the Big Brother dudes like get out!" <laughs> <laughs> Rick was the coolest guy ever. Gave us film. At that time, we did like film for time, no digital. So yeah. gave some rolls of film to us. Wait, avocado and food for the first time. We eat avocado as a fruit in Brazil. <laughs> you know, <laughs> smoothies. So all of that was like a really, really interesting thing that our first time here, we... We were on the same plane with Rick Kozik, and then he saved us from being ditched on the airport, <laughs> you know. And then a few hours later, a ride showed up. But yeah, they got the wow. And But it was cool because they were in San Diego, and then at the time we landed in LA. So Rick took us to Malibu, and then we waited for this girl to come get us. But yeah, it's just like so many adventures, you know, yeah. to the point that I think the coolest one, but at the same time, very painful was when me and Ana Paula, we decided to go to this land city jam in Canada. Okay. And uh, we it was like a three-day Greyhound bus ride. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Canada is so beautiful. And um, Vancouver, like tulips everywhere, marbles, just so nice. So I got this board, like, and then I... Just it's almost time for I was skating vert at the time. I skate vert in street. But I remember I was going to skate on the vert ramp and then I was like, okay, I need to choose the rest. And then I went to the rest and I never expect that in a million years from the, you know, I'm out of Brazil. This is not gonna happen. So I left <laughs> my skateboard next to the outside the restaurant door. Yeah. And I come back, where's my board? And then I, it's my run. I get a girl, like I have to skate now. So I remember Karen Campbell and Jody McDonald, they got me trucks and boards. They put something together really fast. Yeah. And then, uh, let's go. It's my time. Lisa, that was you from Brazil. <laughs> so I am wow. on top of that board, the, the ramp, and uh, the kingpin fell off. off oh, my, my God. And then I slammed, yeah, slammed City Jam. I slammed right there. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and it's funny because Dave Maddie, you know, Dave Maddie, they filmed, yeah. Yeah, the filmer. Also, in that contest, he got, like, a skateboard in his head, you know, like the day before. <laughs> it was just chaotic, the whole thing. And The ramp um, was cursed. Yeah, yeah, 
And uh, yeah, I remember going to the ambulance and then seeing this note for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> this is so pretty. It was made, but it's from like small snow up in the mountains. And then I got like six stitches under my chin and um, they, the contest covered everything. They took really good care of me. And yeah, it was, it was a fun experience. But like coming back from the Greyhound trip, Days right back was the name <laughs> pain, <laughs> but yeah, no way. Nowadays, I'm gonna get in a bus for three days to go skate in a competition. You know, this no. is the beauty of being young and a skateboarder. Those <laughs> girls, they're never gonna experience that. They're always gonna be first class airplane and then have a 20,000 minimum price money on competition. So that's what I was I, wondering, yeah. Yeah. No, let me just get my charger real quick. Go ahead. How can I do this? <laughs> Which do you think is better? The when it was an adventure or now? Or are they just different? I think one thing needed the other. And then uh, I was just talking to a friend today about, I don't know how we, we say this in English, but they, we need to foment the fomentation of the new girls, you know? Like the creation is just, we need to feed the, okay, how about like, we are all doing big, big things, you know, we are doing big skateboarding things. I think uh, Poseidon and Exposure, they do a really good job, like, going yeah. to the minority as well, you know, and then, uh, yeah. like, uh, doing events in, in different parts of them, big cities instead of that, uh, or right. the ladies day, the ladies day at the barracks, it brings a lot of girls. From mm -hmm. all over the world, giving them opportunity to learn. So skateboarding clinics, we always did that a lot, like a clinic of, you know, maybe you go to the YMCA, you have a contract with the YMCA, and then mm -hmm. we do some surfing, uh, I mean, skate camp over the summer. Yeah. I think it needs more of that, you know, and then I think that at school, it's, it's important. I think that school, that skateboarding became a sport. We didn't only get respect, but this is the first time that skateboarding is on the Olympics and women is already included. Right. So I think this is really cool. But I think that we can't just focus on who is in, on the spotlight right now. Because, you know, uh, people can just retire. They get married, they get kids, they don't want to skate anymore. Uh, people get hurt, people get discouraged, whatever happens. So yeah. we need to keep like feeding that, you know, not like, oh, I feel that if you don't know at least certain tricks, you cannot participate on a skate competition. And then on our time, I was like, oh, this is the first girl doing a kickflip ever. Oh, she's the first one doing a 5-0, a 50-50, you know? So it's cool that everybody progressed that long, but 
I think that women ourselves, we start disrespecting uh, who is not good enough. It's just like, oh, go skate. Without nobody sees you until you're good enough. And then when you're good enough, you think that you got okay. game, then you come out and come play. I think that there's a lot of things that are kind of like that. It's discriminatory, you know, and then make girls shine to to progress. Right. But at the same time, I think that's pretty cool. Like this girl from South Africa. Have you, did you notice her? Who was that? Which one's that? She was uh, the only girl that would be representing Africa in the Olympics. Oh, yes, I saw that. Yes. Yes, I, saw I think her. she got hurt and then she decided not to compete. But her skate game, her skate lab is not the same than the other girls. But he's still, she made the cup to represent that. And then I've been looking at her Instagram. I look at yesterday. She's working on it. And then That's I like cool. there's not like that much pressure. She's the only girl to represent her country. You know, That's and sure. then. Uh, and then I think that's pretty cool, and she deserves to be respected as much as Leticia, Haisa, Naomi. Everybody got a chance, you know? And then it's just yes. about time. And, you know, it's just like, it's really, really easy to say, oh, that girl, that skateboard, that athlete, or that celebrity looks so good all the time. But, like, what resources she relies on and then yes. what the other person does. Like, sometimes they have a terrible skate park full of holes everywhere. Yeah. They don't even have, like, a decent uh, street or a skate park to skate and learn and then be on the same level. And uh, I, I felt like in my time, especially because I was in the World Cup uh, ranking, Mm -hmm. I was most of the time last, but uh, I tell you what, it was only five of us to do vert. Yeah. And if I didn't, if I didn't step it up, Carabeth, Jen O'Brien, Holly Lyons, Jody, they would not have a contest. And then they yes. would be like, please, please come with us. So I would go and pass. <laughs> but then next thing I'm friends with Ben Peters, you know, I'm friends with Steve Olson. I'm making friends with a lot of this. It's just like, she's so punk rock. Look at her. She doesn't care. She's throwing herself out there. She got no fear. No, I tried to get it right until I did it. And then when I did it, it got sponsored by Tony McMunson with Osiris, you know, and that was really cool because he mentored me as well to to escape. And that was really cool. And um, when Leticia came here and then I was able to help her out with his um, contacts and, you know, getting her uh, the contacts that I had for my sponsorship, she, she got into Osiris. And then they were the ones who gave her a green card. Okay. You know how it works. So we That's we cool. also diplomats. <laughs> we also yeah, diplomats. so many, yeah. so it's many skills. Many many hats, like graphic designer. You know, business, sales, advertising, um, sponsorships, events. You know, we also did award here in America 
where we did the skater of the year that uh, people would go and vote. Elisa won a couple times, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we'd have like Boost Mobile to sponsor us. And then we'd get like uh, Stretch Limo Cadillac. And then nice. <laughs> escalated. Nice. And then it would take, it did a red carpet event at Elton John's um, club where he did his party after the Oscars. So we were like crazy with that kind of taste. And then when the girls opened the gift bags, there was like a Vans uh, certificate so they could get like a voucher with a Vans shoes. There was like clothing from GC, uh, girls, galas. We would have cell phones, boost mobile, give me some Nixon watches. So our right. parties were red. And then I... Whoever was part of that, and when they see us, they still remember. Like we have so Barbie, Gijang, we have uh, Salmonaga sponsor with Skaterades. Remember that mm, Skaterade? Yeah, it was yeah. like uh, the energy drink before Monster Skaterade. Yeah, that was only yeah. like Red Bull in that sense. And then they we we partnered up with them a lot. Um, I was. Nice talk to Karen Campbell or Chad Muska uh, and uh, many other people that is just like, oh, my God, we go way back because we would compete in the same contest that they were, you know. So yeah. when they said they, they, it's nice to still go to an art show, go to a contest and then still have people that respect you and remember who you were and what you've done for skateboarding. And then they talk to me like, aren't you so proud? I'm like, yes, it's, uh, we all have a piece of this victor of women skateboarding, you know, it's just, uh, would be nice if everyone kept being educated more about uh, the history, but as well, yeah. it's my fault because I never keep up much with uh, online stuff. Cause we did the magazine, uh, Hard yeah. Copy. And yeah. then in 2007, we stopped printing because of the recession, economic recession. It was super bad. And we just let um, Lisa with Thicker do the side project. You know, that was like really cool. She had a great website. So we were hoping that at some point we'd come back with a magazine. We didn't, but uh, we still have a lot of material to make a book. And then maybe someday we, we can tell our story. And yeah. I, But I wanted to tell more in a sense that uh, four girls from Brazil, full of dreams, we want to become like, uh, you know, the trailblazers of this. We just want to like make women skateboarding exist. And we... We got our professionals from there. We got a family learning English. We learn so many things. The skateboarding was our university. And then it can save lives. It can like give people, it's a, such a big umbrella of opportunities, you yes. know, rather than just skate, be the best and take something from that. From yes. when I, after, even when I stopped doing the magazine, I worked with Chris Pastors and Jason Lee at Stereo. Uh, with sales and some graphic design, actually, I have um, I have a board here that I I help uh, Chris a little bit. <laughs> that just just the illustrator part, you know, it's his mm -hmm. art, but I I put it like on the computer right here. 
Oh man, how cool! Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I was just fixing this stuff the other day. So Mark, I have here, but yeah, this is like our magazine. So we have a little Adams. Yeah. I love it's that. It's linked linked Adams at uh, Danny Ray's room. Where's the YMCA? Yeah. Uh, the YMCA. The YMCA. On this issue, we have her uh, doing the magazine. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah it was a issue all about her. So so it was radical because that's when that's like where it was how you you could hear more about wow, Lindsay is the first woman to do the magram, you know? Right. Right. And then um we say like uh, those girls like doing really, really good and stuff, but they're not the first to actually that's it's being done we want to keep people keep doing it you know of course like um i adore her lizzie armento she just yeah. got a crazy slam and that's because she wants to be evolutionary no right. and um yeah i love uh that on skateboarding how you always challenge yourself but yeah, we do lose some bones on that. You break some parts, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, do you think? Uh, what do you think? Um, because you you had such a large part of. Well, who were the four girls? It was you and who were the other three girls that came from um, Brazil? And yeah. Well, that would be uh, Luciana, uh, Luciana Toledo, she former married with uh, Eric Callington. So it's Luciana Ellington, and then Ana Paula Negron. Uh, now she's with uh, a nice skateboarder. I don't see her often, but she lives in San Diego. Uh, she was a fantastic photographer. We so Ana Paula. She was from outskirts of São Paulo, outside uh, countryside, actually, like five hours away. But it was more like Southwest. And then uh, Luciana was from Rio de Janeiro. And okay. every weekend after work, those girls would get on a bus and come to Sao Paulo. And then in Sao Paulo, we'd like organize a, a car where we all could go. Where we all go to the train station and then travel out of state to be photographing skateboards. So my team, which we did the coverage on our zine, and then on those two other magazines was with Luciana and Ana Paula. Ana Paula also, uh, she worked at the post office at the time. Okay. So our zine was mailed everywhere for free. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I think I love it. So, and then she was there for like five years and guys never got far. Nobody. That's <laughs> rad. That is rad. It's just like mailing that, right? And yeah. then, um, yeah. And then I worked at um, at the magazine at Tribble, so I learned graphic design, and and then I was just like always shopping for printer places. So, and then uh, Lucy was always buying new lenses, buying more films, getting deals. Oh, she works in a photo lab. She would like develop a lot of photos. So we all, yeah. put, so that was like the coolest part. Like we had uh, 
non-profit company where up to the end we never made profit we were we using credit cards you're using our family's money or dream money and she got to a point that wasn't able to afford more we created a monster that was distributed nationally here and um we have to print like 30,000 copies and wow. make that quarterly and then we're just like our babies in now it's like bilingual 120 pages and then we need to make all of this. And then we could not afford to do it here. We tried, we failed. So we we printed in Brazil, put it everything on a cargo plane, and then we pick it up on LAX. And then it yeah. was sent to all the to Ingram who distributed our magazine in his stands. So it was cool. And we even first like saw our magazine at Virgin Mag store. Oh. Of course, we took a picture of our receipts. That's cool. You know, That's and that cool. yeah. magazine, uh, the that place went out of business a year later. So, uh, a lot of companies went out of business. So for us, as girls skateboarding, things were going down. And, you know, Gala's team didn't exist anymore. Like everything was being cutting off, and we we had to go too. We just couldn't. What year was that? What year? What, around what time? Two thousand seven. Yeah. 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 Wasn't that around the lowest? Was that one of the low points, say, 2007 through 2012 or something like that? Wasn't it pretty yeah, low for I would, a while? Yeah, I, I would think so for a while. But we did have, like, for example, like Leticia coming in. We did publish Evelyn. We got to publish Evelyn from uh, Netherlands. Uh, and then uh, Evelyn Bouliard which was like skating on the X Games. She was like crazy doing rails. And then we had Marisa Del Santo, which was our last cover of our magazine, okay. the last one that we had. We were like, took her to Vancouver uh, to skate there, like in skate park. And then we have her crooked grinding like this big rail, which was like epic for us to have that kind of cover. And then uh, when uh, Leticia arrived here, we... We really knew that we had someone special. We won a whole issue with tons of pictures of her. We had gone to Brazil, Argentina. We did a tour, South America tour that we mm-hmm. want to publish, mm-hmm. but we lack on advertising. And we didn't have the money to afford to do it. And then we always thought that maybe later, maybe in a little bit, we were going to be able to print this. And then just we're having uh, personal issues with our own lives and we have to get real jobs and we have to work and just never came out. But we, we have them a cup ready. We just, everything on our drive, we just have to have someone that comes and say, okay, I'll pay for it. And then we just print it and boom, the magazine is out. And then we have tons of different girls skate on that mag. But it's 2007, but it's still evolutionary like beautiful photos like you know good tricks good stuff uh, and and you have all of that uh you have all that film from that whole time you did that or is that so you so you no, make a no, book no, yeah i have yeah i have that and then i have the magazines like we yeah we posted we did it we we have like a thing that you can go on instagram and then there's a few issues there if you go hashtag check it hashtag check it out mag then we will find like a lot of a lot of things about our magazine a lot of pages that i try to scan and put it up 
as well, I put it on issue.com. That is a digital magazine. And okay. Jenkins Magazine did article on us. So it was really cool, too. So there's a few things there. But, yeah, hopefully uh, when times are better, we can organize, like, an expo. We can come out with some videos and panels. Uh, it would be lovely if you could do a workshop where we can teach people how to make a zine, you know? I think that's so cool just cool. having the kids to understand that they can write beautiful things, fun things, be funny, be creative, and, you know, just put some pictures together, understand that uh, one A4 page makes four pages of a mag, you know? And right, how that how all works. How to number yeah. them, how to design. And then yeah. it's, you know, it's limited, like what you can do with that. So I, I always dream to have like kind of a, little festival like that with like girls band and have like a little uh competition with crews not against each other but we would have like okay those five girls against these five girls yeah. You know, yeah. like crews like with name and then they also have to do the magazine they also have to you know a lot of things to be playful and yeah, I think that would be the fun spirit uh, that we lost. I think I think that's, that's just true. I, I, skateboarding, I just went to Street League and then it was just so tense, you know, this thing with the competition. Serious, got very serious. Yeah. Everything got serious. serious. Yeah. But I like how Raisa has that spirit, you know, and then as she respects Leticia. And then, uh, yeah. and it's sky, and they hug each other, and they're just like, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, it's not, I, I think that it's, but she's a child, so it's natural. I know. It's natural and for you, her. And, you know, there. don't you, don't you think that, well, do you think the Olympics in four years will be that way where everybody knows each other? Or do you think it'll be more strangers? It could be. It could be a lot of new talents. I think there's a lot of people that maybe did not make the cut this year because of the pandemic and maybe because they want to kind of slip that off. There will be more people. There will be, I mean, there's an amount of people that can go. But yeah. we have so many contests that will count the points to tell them if they're in or not. Yeah. So there is a lot of a lot of people that want to participate. Me myself, I want to participate as a judge. And then I heard there's like a thing that you go and maybe in Italy, I, I need to get more informed how to get involved since nobody invited me. <laughs> but I think that you you actually can. You actually can um get informed and then I think that was like a course that I know that two judges Brazilian girls uh that went yeah. uh, Renata okay. and Conweda they went yeah. to uh Italy and then I think it's, it's mm -hmm. from Wordscape and then you you learn how to judge there's they kind of got certified to be a judge on the Olympics. Okay. So I okay. think that I wanted to do that because I'm kind of tired of going to events just being Leticia's shadow, you know, like I'm like there uh -huh. supportive and this and that. There's a lot of people that know who I am and know my background and know yeah. that 
before she was born, I was already skating contests here, you yeah. know? Yeah, uh, right. There's a lot of people that knows that. But uh, I just want to, like, participate, like, take part, partake like Alex White is doing, Vanessa Torres is doing, Vanessa is a judge. Alex is uh, an, a great announcer on TV, you know, hopefully she'll officially do that from Paris. It's just like, you can't just... Uh, I want to be part, nobody cares about me. Also, you don't take any initiative. So I, I need to take this step forward on that and and then to see how, how it works. And I would love to be in Paris. And then, you know, I think that would be much more fun than Tokyo. It was just super hot, pandemic. They they had a contest yeah. in a prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Paris, you're going to be like, afterwards, you're going to be like eating crepes and drinking champagne. Because <laughs> <laughs> you must miss, it sounds like, I mean, I mean am, I, am, I, am I correct in thinking that you were a large part of the brain and the, and the um, perseverance and the... Uh, you know, you were like the engineer of that magazine, right? You made it. You made it happen. Mm-hmm. I absolutely. You must, you must absolutely. miss, uh, you know, doing that. Yeah, absolutely miss leadership on on see like a project, an idea that we brainstorm and then go to the printers and grab our magazine and see look what we dream and look what we. Con- you like con- to make things, right? You, you uh, like it was, yeah, it was just like really nice to transform people's lives too. We gave people many opportunities as work, as sponsorship, as coming to America for the first time, sleeping in my couch so we could take a picture of them and make it that editorial. So I I, I miss being um, re- uh, some still relevant. You know, sometimes I just get beside, I forget about this. I am I should just forget it and then I should just close this capture in my life, donut skateboarding, who cares? But then here and there I get invitation like yours, you know, like let's talk about skateboarding. People they do some people they do some research, they find out about me, they get curious, and then um, I got by, bit by the bug again. <laughs> you know, I went skate. I want to be part of it. You should uh, go skating. Yeah. You should skate as much as you can. Yeah, recently we did a thing on the barracks, and um, Michaela invited me to be uh, to manage something. So I, I we created a a division for masters. So oh, yeah, so then we did that, and it went really well. So I think we're gonna have another one in November, and yeah, I'm looking forward to see. I will meet up with her sometime soon, and then I see what's my my role on that, you know. And then yeah, it should be really fun. Uh, that's because that's the a way to reunite with a lot of girls that we haven't seen in a while and then everybody feels more comfortable oh we're going to skate like not with those little kids like oh cool i'm in let's do it you know <laughs> no pressure not thousands of dollars right, just of for money fun. Yeah. just for fun maybe cute t-shirts and shoes or whatever you know it's relaxed so i think that Her, that's she cool. puts on the she puts on the best uh, events yeah she's really good she yeah. 
she does a lot of charity. Her foundation has a very nice purpose. And she's helped a lot of girls um, to, to progress uh, on, on skateboarding, getting sponsorships and and then being out there on the Olympics as well, you know. So uh, she she did a really good job after Paris Segovia kind of retired. You know, I think she took that role because she is Paris Apprentice. She right. should do her intern. So that, that's cool to see. And then as far as for me, like, I I think that's really cool to, to watch the success of Leticia that took skateboarding in another level for women skateboarding and like yeah. now she's work with McLaren or Porsche and like with cars she's going to drift now it's, she's ready yeah. not that she's moving on from skateboarding but she's growing to other things she's going to into cool. other things you know and she's just cool. like radical adventures always surfing skating she's always very smart has a lot of adrenaline she's sparing uh it's cool to see that but as well she six times gold medalist on yeah you know so it's a really cool record to have well she has drive you know she seems to have drive yeah you know like you i mean you have that it's 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 obvious you have drive I think we all um, inspire each other, you know, to, oh, okay, let's, let's dream about this. Let's contact some people. Let's see if we can get this going. Let's try to, you know, come up with the, the money to go across the world and make it happen. And, you know, she is from a generation that she caught surf a little bit, you know? So that's very important that you do that because you get to know and experience people's lives. You get to experience people's things. And then I, when I just like spread it and then your parents take you in the best hotel after that, it's just you and your coach in the best hotel. And then, and then you're just so like, yeah. you, and then, I, you know, like Jeff Grosser would say that the Olympics is not for skateboarding. There's also that side that it, it bugs us all a little bit because we wanted to skateboard be respected, recognized maybe with a sport or not. But when you see when things get to this level where you're not making friends, this is lame. You know, that's like, oh, okay, it's nice to have both, but like, please keep the other one alive. You know, don't kill real skateboarding because making this a sport, making this, you know, yeah. so Olympic that it, it, like I said, again, it loses its essence of when I started. I like the garage bands, the graffiti, you know, street art, break dancing, and there was skateboarding, you know, among other things. So a lot of people, they don't even have access to all of that. They just, oh, wow, Lichis is the best. Highest is the best. The Japanese are the best. I want to be like them. And then uh, yeah. once I have my kickflip and my crooked grind or my 540 and under my sleeve, then I can I can step it up and say that I want to do this. No, right. then you're missing the whole part of you know falling and learning again and doing your first trick and celebrating there with your friends and. 
I, I, I just hope that never dies. <laughs> I, that's got to be the best part, getting, you know, getting there. I think getting there has got to be the funnest part. Yeah, I, I don't want to like skateboarding to be a lab thing. <laughs> so I got one I have one last question for you. This is the last question. Okay. So like uh if are, are, you know are they going to make a movie about you and you know the four girls in that moment in history? Do you think they'll get it right? So. I hope so. Send us the reels. <laughs> the contest Sony we're right here. <laughs> they can contact Slide you if they need, please, right? Please. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. Don't you think? Don't you think that that's an uh, extremely important part of skateboarding history? I mean, honestly, there's a couple of uh, documentaries. There's one that's coming out right now. I think it's very legit. Like this, it was like this. Also, this girl college work. We get that a lot, and then we give attention for those girls that do that. But this girl, she has a crew in Rio. Her name's Pippa. And then she's being in some magazines. I like that magazine, also magazine. Spoke to the editor of that. Very respectful as to have a conversation with me. We talked for a long time. Uh, I think they're doing a great job. Uh, but he's on the magazine world and, and his daughter likes skateboarding. So he started doing that. And then he has all the tools to make the best magazine. Cool. And then... He has a good contribution. So we, we talk about that. And then like this uh, girl, she's being with them. She's in Brazil. And then she's coming out with a, a thing called Into the Mirror. So it's... Okay. And then she talks about the girls from the 90s, the girls that, you know, that have uh, started a lot of things. So that's really cool. And then there's another one that I am uh, talking to them because they could, it's bigger. That one's a bigger production though. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So they're coming. They were just waiting to get the restrictions of travel lift for Brazil, yep. which is going to be in November now. I think if you're fully vaccinated, you're able to enter America. So, and then they That's will true. come yeah. and they're going to be here interviewing me among some other peoples. And uh, but that one is not about women skateboarding. It's about uh, where the skateboarding took me. I think the name of it is like where it took me. So and then we were all gonna. And that one is cool because there is a lot of people that everybody respect on that. And I think that it's cool that they included me on that because it's gonna be a good one. Those guys have like real deal cameras you know so i'm excited for that one just waiting for them to come along but i i would love you know to have something more more like lords of dogtown you know to have something not the not the the movie the documentary doc yeah right yeah you know where we could like include tons of girls you know if we didn't have uh, uh, the right budget, you know, if Red Bull, for instance, you know, was down to do that, Red Bull and Benz would collaborate. You know, all those things that we thought we could just put a business plan together, like, hey, do you know what? You guys, you know, missing Why don't out. you start do that? Why don't you, why don't you approach I don't, them? I don't, why because not, you know? I, I don't really have the time, you know. Sometimes I go to contests, I... Uh, once a year here and there, I show up, I, I 
I put my face out there, but uh, most of the other hours I'm trying to survive. I'm like working, I'm trying to make money, pay my bills and, you know, and get by another day. And then I think that the days that I would be like, I have an expensive car now. I have a like, you know, the expenses are bigger. Before I was getting on my greyhound and going to Canada. I didn't care. Yeah. You know? yeah. Whoops. Oh, I lost. Here you are. All right. Okay. <laughs> just coming, just wrapping up what I was saying. Life yeah. gets us so busy, and then we no longer have the time to be creative. But, oh, my gosh, I love when there's any canvas thrown at me and then I have opportunity to tell my story. You know, today was a very busy day, but I was, like, making sure that we could do this podcast. And then I have these people coming to do um, this, including me on this documentary, which I was, I was, I would be super happy. But as far as, like, me taking a project and trying to sell to Red Bull, you know what, this is super cool, this not they know me. A lot of people there know me and this and that, you know. And then it's just I don't really have the energy to to sell things like that anymore. I sold advertising my whole life. Uh, and then, like, nowadays it's just I'm going to go there. I'm going to have all these ideas. And then they're probably going to go with someone that got a grant with happened before, you know, and then is doing something yes. Yes. totally with non-accents and you know, I wish I had a job at these places and then they would just get like somebody who just got a diploma on somewhere, but uh, like they don't have the same knowledge and ex life experience that I have. And yes. then we just get tired of being shut it down, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. But uh, yeah. whenever the opportunity will come around, like I, I think that would be whoever gets to make this, they will make it right, you know? They they get to make it right now, like, oh, there's a crew over here that they're doing this or that. It, it's cool that they're crew that, you know, some little movies that we see, fiction, it's cute, but at the same time, it's just like, that's the director's visions of skateboarding, not, not like documenting something like, Wow, like me, Luciana, Anna Paula, and Juliana, we just backpack and we came here like doing those contest competitions. The three of us, after Juliana didn't want to come anymore, and I have like a hundred bucks in my pocket. And then I just yeah. decided, you know what? I'm not going back to Brazil after the first time because Cara Bass was telling me, um, you you have a place here, like you, you need to be here. You need to make this bilingual and then you can like be going back and forth and back and forth. Like you're just going to like maximize your credit card. You're just going to hurt yourself financially. And then, you know, but if you try yeah. something here, take the time that will really happen. And, you know, two years later it was marriage and uh, things went well for a while. And then, I was divorced and then I kept going doing my magazine for 12 years, you know, and and then later on I have to move on and show other things. And like you said, from 2007 and 2012, skateboarding was really down, you know, and I think it, it's picking up again now and whatever 
came along maybe in 2011, 2012, those are the ones who are getting the credit for things that we did way back, where doors were already open. And yes. Know, it was that, hard. And I, yeah, you know, I, I, um, I used to shoot Lizzie Armanto all the time, and uh, she'd never, I don't believe she'd ever been to Brazil. And she went there for some reason, and then when she came back, I can't remember if I picked her up at the airport or... Mm -hmm. But she told me. Um, yes, I was there at the same time. Okay, so she told me because um, she knew that I mostly photographed uh, women skateboarders at the time, mm -hmm. and she said you would really. She said you have to go to Brazil. You would really love it. I said why? That's all she said. But mm -hmm. uh, and then I met you, you know, and I knew that uh, I was very curious about this story because, I, you know, it's a story about. A first, you know, this is a first. And uh, when I was a little kid, I used to skate at a skate park called Skatopia. And I remember I skated at a time when there was no such thing as a frontside air. And then mm -hmm. somebody did it. There's mm -hmm. no such thing as a rock and roll when I skateboard. Mm -hmm. and somebody did it. And so that's the thing I see with your story. You know, I mean, it was a first. Yeah, the feeling of the first trick, you know, the first photograph that you were able to put in a magazine and show people, like, hey, we can do it. Like, we're progressing on this. Progress was even like the first, 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 first. We were like the first girls doing something that already exists. But still, it was, wow, we, we're progressing and then uh, people are respecting us a little more. and. Uh, we're actually going to an international competition. We're going overseas for this. And then when we got here, the response was so positive. And then we were the first outdoor skate magazine in the world. Can you, you know, imagine there, how All many... the ones came along yeah. that want to mm -hmm. take that credit. Uh, even the Surf Girl. Surf Girl is a surf magazine and then they have skate. And then there was another one that only released three shoes. Mm. Mm, you know, and then they released like three shoes when we already were on shoe number eight, <laughs> you know. So there was like a lot of that that people would be, and then they were Americans and then they were competitive with us, with our sponsors. And then they talk back about us. And yeah, we wrote a lot of things wrong. We have interns to copyright our tax, you know, because we're Brazilian, it's not our first language. Who cares? People love the photos. You know, we had Michael Burnett, like, send us pictures, rejecting pictures. Like, he sent us, like, Alex Sablon, like, uh, when uh, they sent some pictures to me for Thrasher, Thrasher didn't want it. So they, they gave it to us. So we had this amazing cover with her. Achiba Jefferson, like whatever transport they didn't want, they would send to us, like Brian Freak, you know, Flick, Brian Freak. <laughs> yeah, Flick, yeah. And then, yeah, and, you know, there was a, it was so cool, Eric G, you know, we had a lot of uh, of people that, uh, contributors, like uh, Etni, Salt Technology, Don Brown, Pierre, you know, we we had them advertise our back cover, you know, all the time, like, uh, Dallas, Globe, we, Crew, Baker, you know, we didn't have a lot of support of the masculine industry. So that was good because then we would get respect from the boys because the whole point was just like, 
skateboarding is for everyone. Yes. So we, we would just want to pretty much crush the boys club, you know, and then be like, stop with this attitude because this is bad for skateboarding in general. We, we need to be more united. It's all skateboarding. It's all, you know, all of it is skateboarding. Yeah, but it Can was you, annoying you know. for them, like you say, like first this, first that. It was annoying for them to just say, oh my God, seriously, we're going to have to wait 40 minutes to see a girl all the way over <laughs> a gap. <laughs> Can you imagine uh, how many people you've helped that you don't know about? No. I... I don't really overthink those things. I, I'm grateful. And uh, I think if my mission and art was like doing something like that, I'm really blessed. You know, all the, those I have like my own personal struggles. I wasn't like that successful with all of this. But if I could impact, if I just like the way that I have impact on uh, Leticia's life, for example, I'm proud of it. You know, uh, it, it was... I was crying like when we were doing the watching party for her, the Olympics watching party, you know, because it's just, oh my gosh, I remember this little girl with braces, you know, and in my house and now she's in Tokyo, you know, it's like uh, masterized skateboarding for a woman, you know, so I, I hope I have impact and I hope I continue impact somehow. And then, yeah, when I talk about maybe I want to be a judge, that answers again your questions about do I miss it? Yes, very much so. I want to be relevant. I want to be remembered. I want to be like, I'm not. Why is she here? Is because she's with Leticia? Is because she's a party girl? What's her deal? What's that old lady deal now? Like she's <laughs> on the board. Like, now I'm an old lady. Now I'm 47. Like, what's this weirdo doing here? And I'm like, you don't know who I am. I can't do that because that's arrogant. Right. That's ridiculous. Right. But it would be nice if someone's like, hey, do you know what? I read your story. And yes. just like, uh, you matter. Like your story and then many others, you know, in Europe and California and yours in Brazil and now the way here, it made difference. You know, that... That would be the best gratitude, you know, that I could hear for. And yes. yeah, I hope like uh, next time after this whole pandemic is like more mellow out. And then before the Olympics, which we all were expecting that the prior the Olympics, we'd have so many events to promote skateboarding. Right. So we didn't get like that much of feedback or response from the public, you know, like there right. was, oh, everybody's so blown away with skateboarding because maybe there was no events like, oh, this is the week of the Olympics. Let's all gather and That's then have this big event. Like we couldn't do this. We couldn't do, uh, how say, pre-games. We could That's have true. done a pre-game of main events two months prior, every weekend, everywhere. Oh, let's do red carpet for this, that auction, you know, like all the like this one was just so weird. I know it was like in a bubble, like in space. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but hopefully, like next time, it'll be different, and then again, we can make a festival, you know. Uh, Girls Skateboarding Festival, where we can combine girls from Europe, Brazil, 
California. We can have girls band. We can do a three-day thing if it's the case, you know, like just kind of like really feeding the girls that never had uh, a chance to skateboarding before. And now they're like, oh, this is how it is. And, you know, and then they start skating or they start learning new things. And that that would be cool. I think that, like I said, the future um, has to be fed today. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. You knew that. You, yeah, you knew that. And, uh, well, I really appreciate you talking to me. Uh, I really appreciate what you did for skateboarding. And uh, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. This was fun. Always nice talking to you. And whenever uh, you have some events or anything and questions, you can always contact me. And um, yeah, hopefully we will have more events going on again. And I will see we will. shooting on the skate park. You know, we will. We'll see each other out there. Yes. All right. Thanks for having okay. me. It was a pleasure. Okay. And you have a good I hope rest you of your get day. A lot of more cool guests. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Liz. Bye, Ken. Thank you. Ciao.